0: Hey everybody, welcome to Mind Rise. I am your host, Ian Philo. This podcast is designed to help find solutions to everyday mental blocks. Its goal is to provide you with the tools to rise and break through your own barriers. In the game of life, we can be our own worst enemies. I created this podcast in response to my own battles with my mind. Instead of sinking further down, join me to commit to a more positive perception of ourselves and those around us. Thank you for everyone who has made it this far and continued on this journey. For all of the active listeners and continual listeners for the MindRise podcast, I really appreciate your support as always. And I am forever grateful for people that take the time out of their day to listen to this. Anyways, the content is going to be how to handle criticism and grow. And this one particularly hit home for me had a deep sort of resonance within my personal narrative. For those of you that don't already know, I am an artist, a visual artist, and I went to art school for four years, so criticism has kind of become an inherent part of my identity. I have dealt with it, I have managed it, I have gotten blasted on art critiques, and I have actually given critiques myself. Along this journey, I have learned a lot, and I have also unfortunately suffered at the hands of my peers and professors. But delving into this topic of how to handle criticism and grow, I think I want to emphasize how important the last part of our subject topic for this podcast is, and grow. That is very important thing to emphasize when we're going in to this podcast because normally and even me I am guilty of this so so many times when we hear criticism we shrink we crumple up like a ball of paper we retreat back into our box back into our hole and we have nowhere to go and and we just feel paralyzed so paralyzed that we can't even imagine we can't even imagine approaching that task or presenting that project or displaying that art piece or playing that note or that song in front of your peers or at a concert it's so crippling that if we deal with criticism in the wrong way it can honestly seriously inhibit our ability to grow into the person we want to be Now, for a lot of these podcasts, I have often been getting my content from books that I've been reading, and it has been really helpful because then I don't have to search so hard for content out of my own head. Reading books has been an amazing help because it generates content, and there's so much stuff already out there that I can kind of pick aspects and tailor them and curate them and feed them into my podcast in a way which I believe communicates best to my viewers. So, linking that to today's episode, I recently finished a book called Mindset by Carol Dweck. Um, If you guys haven't read it, I highly recommend it. It is a truly amazing book. Uh, I have been reading Machine these past few months, and I have just been hammering away at books, and this one is definitely one to put on your reading list. Anyways, in this book, Mindset, there is something important that links to the main topic of this podcast today. She, The author, Carol, she makes a very distinct delineation throughout the whole novel, throughout the whole book, about the difference between a fixed mindset and a growth mindset. And we're going to connect that to criticism and how people handle that. So, People generally with a fixed mindset have a much harder time dealing with criticism than those with a growth mindset. And just to sort of give you an idea between the polarity and the difference of those two, fixed mindset people, it's very black and white. It's very uh, either you accomplished it or you didn't. Growth mindset people always view something as an opportunity to grow I made a note that says fixed mindset people equals I'm a failure and I hate myself at certain times and moments. And growth mindset people equals how can I learn from this experience and mitigate the critiques I receive in the future in order to better myself. So you can see that obviously right out of the gates there's a lot more depth and substance to the growth mindset which is ultimately what we're going to be trying to cultivate and learn through this podcast. So criticism is hard, guys. I'm not saying that it's an easy thing to deal with, especially if somebody presents it in a condescending and hurtful and just plain out really mean way. It's always going to be something that's hard to swallow and hard to deal with. It has been for me, and, and it's it's hard at times not to let that stuff become your identity and really pigeonhole you into into a gutter where you feel like you can't escape or can't get out. And it it's difficult. It definitely is. And uh, sometimes criticism can also overlap into a sense of entitlement. And what I mean by that is uh, that a lot of people nowadays can't function without getting continual praise for every move they make getting like a gold star or a sticker for every move they make instead of yearly yearly bonuses some companies are giving out like weekly or monthly bonuses and instead of employee of the month it's employee of the day and, and how that links to, to criticism is that in our world today it's almost like criticism is taboo it's it's almost like you can't even get constructive criticism without hurting somebody's feelings or having them cry to their mommy or having them report someone or, or God forbid, something even worse than that. So because we are living in a world and not everyone, this is obviously a generalization, but because we're living in a world where there is a large sum of people that just can't just flat out can't handle any sort of criticism at all we are becoming entitled and soft and just plain unable to grow and and uh, molt our shells it's it's kind of sad uh in the book a lot of the stuff i'll be talking about is paraphrased from this book in the book it talks about how companies are calling in consultants to teach people how to best lavish rewards on this overpraise generation we now have a workforce full of people who need constant reassurance and can't take criticism i want you to just think about that for a moment we now live in a generation full of people who need constant reassurance affirmation and can't take criticism i have definitely been in that melting pot before and it takes a lot it takes a lot of humility and it takes a lot of accountability for someone to accept and grow from criticism and if you can't take criticism the right way if you can't grow from it if you can't use it as fuel to get better it's it's just gonna it's gonna devastate your mindset it's gonna devastate generations to come uh I'd said earlier, obviously the delivery of a critique is important, but lo and behold, not everyone is going to tailor their critiques to the way that you best see fit. There's always going to be someone that may come across in a harsh way or a blunt way, but oftentimes those types of critiques actually can be the best because they're the most blunt and they're the mo- they either give you the, the decision to change something, make a steadfast appearance and continue on with changing, or they give you the decision to just wallow, wallow in self pity and not do anything about it. And that's something that we really have to come to terms with. Uh, criticism isn't hard. It, it's it is hard. Forgive me. It, criticism is hard to handle, but I think it is indefinitely necessary. We all know about famous celebrities that got cut from like their high school teams or authors that that got rejected from publishers and and we've seen this time and time again in our society and in our world criticism is is almost a uh, an inherent and significantly important part of growing because it it offers us adversity and depending on the type of person you are you're either going to grow from adversity or you're going to shrink back and do nothing and criticism gives you that that introduction that catalyst to either do something about it or not and taking on challenges Showing persistence and admitting and correcting mistakes, it, it shouldn't be a hit to your ego, guys. That, I think, is where people can get it very twisted. I personally think that accepting your faults, admitting and correcting mistakes, I think that makes the person bigger and shows that they have more authentic character than most other people in the room because I have just been seeing time and time again people that just can't admit their wrongs and it is it is not a very it's not a very attractive thing to an employer it's not a very attractive thing to a friend it's not a very attractive thing period and I think we have to really start to manifest this mindset of being able to handle criticism and thwart us forward to grow and not get angry and bitter and and just self-destruct and act like the whole world is out to get us and act like everything is crumbling beneath our feet, that is oftentimes the wrong... Well, it, it is the wrong, but that is oftentimes the direction that people take If they don't like the criticism or if they can't handle it, um, they could A, shrink into a hole and do nothing or just get really, really intensely mad and spiteful and say the other person is just out to get them and the whole world's out to get them. Well, I hate to break it to you, everyone, but you're going to get people that you don't particularly like and get feedback and critiques that you don't particularly like, but that doesn't mean that they're inherently bad people. And we do that to sort of smooth over our own ego and make us feel like, oh, I could have possibly done nothing wrong. They're just jaded and ignorant and biased. And while that sometimes may be the case, we have to always go into these things with an open and aware mindset uh, t- just how to operate and navigate through these situations. It's it's really essential. It's really essential, and it, and if we if we shy away from introducing criticism, uh, I mean we've seen it time and time again. It leads it leads people down the path of entitlement, dependence, makes them fragile. Uh, I think we need to start implementing the right kind of praise so that it can lead people down a path of hard work and greater hardiness. And seeking criticism should serve as milestones for reflecting our progress where we are now. It's a signal to grow. Imagine you're designing a product, writing an article, engaging in a relation without any feedback. How is that helpful? Seriously ask yourself, if you never got any feedback... How would that be helpful if you only got positive feedback from what you were doing, whether in your business, your career, your hobby, your anything? If you only got positive feedback, how would you know how to grow? How would you know how to get better? There always has to be a bar that has to be set where you have to challenge yourself through adversity and implement the necessary skills to increase your competence in a certain field or anything we can't live in a fairy tale utopian world where every sort of feedback is good feedback and we can't handle the negative i mean i sort of give you guys a a a quick narrative a quick story i was in this uh art group on instagram i'm still in the art group but there was this person that was heading it and he was very much, uh, about being an entrepreneur, sharing his art. He was, he was a fairly good artist and, um, he would share his art and put up like those Instagram polls and ask people to vote on his artwork and give him critiques and feedback. And, and one time I, I commented on a piece and I thought I had a, a pretty, uh, pretty firm and correct place to say something about it because of me going to art school and having a decent education and knowing what I'm talking about. I kind of gave him some feedback that first I introduced like it, it was a nice piece. It definitely was, but there were some things he needed to work on or he could possibly work on um, when it came to light on form and shading and just how he kind of handled the background and and you won't believe you won't believe it I, the w- within minutes guys within minutes this dude this dude blocked me and removed me removed my comment or something like that from the post i was like like who is this guy and, you know and, and that just goes to show for him if he's not willing to handle criticism from people that are genuinely trying to help him then he's not going to grow as an artist. And again, I do want to address the naysayer and emphasize that there are people that are just generally kind of overall bitter and just try to find the faults in everything you do and and every work that you do. And then if they're constantly harassing you and just being annoying, then if, like I would I would understand that would give someone uh, definitely a reason for someone to block them, but I was just trying to be helpful, and I think that's kind of where we draw the line. It's very easy to tell if someone's just being a straight-up nuisance and they're they're jealous or they're bitter of you, but if they ask for feedback and you give them feedback and it's not what they want to hear so they block you, that that's kind of getting to the point where it's a little infantile, in my opinion. But I'd like to hear your guys' thoughts on that for sure. And I... I left that situation feeling like wow like for one this dude would not do well in art school he would get absolutely blasted by professors and he would have to make a choice of either dropping out or just continuing to hammer away because uh if anyone listening to this has been art school you guys all know that they rip you apart and they have no mercy. And in many ways, I think that is super, super important. Because we all need adversity to grow in anything we do. It, criticism gives us the information we need in order to prevail in every aspect of life. It's so essential. It's so important. Uh, I just don't understand how, how in today's world, criticism is viewed as like taboo. Uh, like when one tries to give somebody else a critique we we get in this mindset and i've done it myself because i have seen how this system works we get in this mindset where after we give someone a critique we have to literally shower them with praises because we're so concerned about how they're going to react to that critique we can get so concerned about, oh my gosh, I critique them. I don't know what they're going to think now. They probably hate me. They're going to unfollow me. They're going to report me. Everyone's just going to start freaking out. I'm just going to get unfriended. I'm going to have a bad reputation. Like, And that fear kicks in. And we just start, we just start showering and unloading all these positive praises that may not even be coming from an authentic place because we're scared. It's... It's crazy. It's crazy. Living in this culture, we all turn to be a... At that point, we all turn to be a praise seeker. We're hungry for praise. And if we're criticized, even a little bit, a little bit, we become unhappy. Uh, Going off that, there's, um, there's a term in psychology called confirmation bias. So basically, connecting that link, confirmation bias means the tendency to search for and favor information that confirms our own beliefs while giving excessively less consideration to alternate possibilities. So, what that means, kind of taking it back to that uh, that little story I gave you about that, that Instagram group that I was in, that critique I gave on that artist, he was implementing confirmation bias. He was giving so much less consideration to alternative possibilities to the fact that he could have to work on his art and there were things that he needed to fix and change and there were things that he needed to improve upon but he totally shut me out and shut out that critique to the point where his confirmation bias was all the way green for the go he was definitely tailoring uh he was definitely tailoring and curating the comments that he wanted to show up and the comments, the only comments that he wanted to to choose to listen to. And like I said before, you can't really count on getting good at anything if you're just going to only listen to people showering you with, with, uh, oh, that looks so amazing. That looks so good. Oh, you're such a good artist. It's so like that... That, that's a dead end guys and i think by now on the podcast you would you everyone will under will have understood that and uh it's it's so important to realize that if you're passionate about something there's going to be obstacles there's going to be some criticism and maybe some light persecution in what you're doing but as long as you're passionate about it, and as long as you know how to let the critiques roll off your back and listen to the ones that matter, and even even the ones that could be generally mean, maybe pick out some things that you can use to grow and progress as a person, and maybe use that as fuel, not as a not as a siphon to suck out your joy out of what you're doing. So I'd like everyone listening to to consider that and ultimately to be firm and adamant about handling criticism and growing from it and not withering away into dust. So that is pretty much all I have for this podcast episode. I'm glad you listened for all of you that did. Um, I am super excited to record next week's episode. Go ahead and, uh, Share it if you must or if you like. I would really appreciate it. You always have the opportunity to contribute and sponsor this podcast as well. There's a link in my Instagram bio. You can sponsor a monthly donation amount if you choose to. I would greatly appreciate it. Um, There's just a link to the Anchor podcast link where you can contribute money towards it. Thanks again, guys. I will see you next week. Have a great day.